Welcome to the Coaches Coaches Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Matthews, with my partner, Kevin Raymond. So this was a live session that we recorded on time management, diving into all the key things you need to be looking for to be effective with your time, from scheduling, habits, beating, procrastination. Kevin did a fantastic job really detailing some of these tips and tricks that you can take and actually start using and implementing today. I'm excited about this conversation. If you enjoy any of this podcast, please share it on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, so others can find it. You know, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting out, you, you're going to have so many things to juggle and so many things to, uh, to move forward with that you need to have very good and strong time management skills. Yeah. Well, why don't we go through the agenda and a few of the things that we're going to talk about today, Kevin, and just because this is important, you we want to structure this so it's the most valuable for your time. So we're going to be diving into an introduction about what time management is. We're going to dive into some examples of uh, how you can overcome obstacles for time management. And then we'll talk about a few things that we do to really be very effective with our time. Excellent. It's all about, uh, you know, what it what it is, what it can do for you, how to manage it, how to uh, eliminate mistakes, how to avoid procrastination, how to continuously move forward, how to crunch down your calendar in such a way that you're prioritizing properly, that you're breaking down um, basically chunks of what you're responsible for doing. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the different types of time management and how you can make it through your day using those tools. All right. So if you uh, if you want to, you know, jump right in, you could uh, start talking about, you know, exactly how how it helps you achieve your goals. Like what does it do to help you achieve your goals? Yeah. And for me, um, I was not always good with be good with time uh, as a technician uh, in the field before my other careers is that I always thought that, you know, I didn't have a choice with my time. I was, I didn't know where I was going to be each and every day. And so it was really all my mindset because I was telling myself, I can't decide. I can't, I don't know where I'm going to be for 12 hours. I could be here. I could be there. And it really affected me on the effectiveness of what I was doing. And when I started to understand how to really schedule myself and my time, things became so much easier. And what I did um, to get started, because this this wasn't easy at first, uh, is was getting into the habits to plan and schedule myself in different ways. It could be as easy as making my lunch that day. And over time, I developed more habits on building on to my schedule. That's excellent. And, and, and that is true. Like, you know, most people say, you know, uh, I, I only have 24 hours. And how can I do everything I have to do in 24 hours? Well, what's the difference between somebody who's incredibly successful and somebody who is not incredibly successful when they both have the same amount of time? Like everybody has the same amount of time. It's based on time management and what you do with that time and how you spend it developing a pattern and a series of events that are going to occur through the course of your day so that you're breaking down what you're responsible for and making sure that that happens. And, and the benefits of doing that is that it reduces so much stress and so much anxiety that builds up from not following your 
um, your responsibilities and getting what you need to get done. And then it, it improves your work-life balance as well, right? So, you know, you're, you're able to manage what you have to do in your business and you're able to manage what you have to do with your family. So looking at um, how you actually break down that type of thing, I personally, I break down um, on a weekly basis how I structure my week. So the first thing I do is take my big chunk items. So those would, for me, um, qualify as something that cannot change. So, uh, you know, your wedding anniversary, that does not change. And that's got to be included in your schedule, as you know, because, you know, you're going to pay for that if you don't. And, you know, children's birthdays, sporting events, things that you and your spouse have to share responsibility for. Who has the time to do it? Who's going to do it? So you have to, it, it's not a schedule that you can make entirely on your own. You have to include the people that are involved in what's happening with you during the course of the week, right? So you take your big chunk items and you put those in your calendar because you know that they can't change. And then included in that is personal care. So like your gym time, the things that you want to do that help you stay focused and stay on track and stay um, organized, right? So you put those things in your calendar. And then once you have that, then you want to go granular and you pick the smaller things that have to happen. All of your meetings that you have for work, all of the things that you have to do for work, like whether it's marketing, you want to break it down that way, marketing, sales, DMing, you know, acquiring clients, those types of things. You want to make sure that all of those types of things are in there. And the key to doing that is um, making sure you stick to it and not letting somebody um, come in and obstruct that. So you have to be really, really uh, on time and on and focus on the fact that you're not going to let somebody else take away that time from you, right? And you're able to know what you're capable of doing. Yeah, and, and I really like that because when me and Kevin were talking before about it, the big chunk items. That's what a lot of people don't do, especially in, in different fields that you're in. You know, you don't think about, oh, I should be scheduling for the birthdays of the year, like in January or whatever. It doesn't matter when you're scheduling it, but that is something that those non-negotiables are so important to really understand is like, you put that in your calendar at the beginning of the year. And then if you need to uh, talk to anyone about it, say if you're, you have a boss or you work for a company, that is something when you go in and talk to them and say, listen, these dates this year, this is the dates that I know that I need to be at this birthday, at this wedding or at this graduation, whatever it is, you know, kind of like your vacation We're everyone's good at, uh, you know, doing their vacation. Like I got my two or three weeks and you, you can do your vacation, then you plan that ahead. What about all the other things that you need to plan ahead? Maybe it is taking a specific course where you got to take a couple of days off work to do that course at the beginning of the year. And usually when you're upfront about this stuff with your your boss or, or your your company, your manager, whatever it is, they are they're more uh, receptive of it that you're building this plan than you a week before saying, I need to take these couple of days off for this course or these, these couple of days off. So this is where time management goes really back into planning, which is the hard thing. This is not easy to do. This is hard, especially if you don't do it. And I'm spent, I'm still learning. I've spent years and years of working on this. I'm, to be honest, I'm still developing it. Absolutely. And that's one of the things Like you have to be, you have to be flexible in doing this because, you know, for most people, um, it's something that, you know, they, they kind of do and kind of don't do. So you have to be flexible on realizing what's going to work for you and what's not. So, 
before I mentioned, you know, putting in your personal care time and going to the gym. So if you book, say, your gym for 630 in the morning and then you find, um, you know, 630 in the morning, that's that's my most productive time. That's when I seem to get most of my emails done. That's when I get most of my paperwork done. That's when I get most of my other things done that I'm, I'm alone and it's quiet and nothing's really happening then. So that gives me the time to do all those things. So maybe going to the gym at that time is not uh, the best time for you. Maybe it's a better time later on. So you kind of have to tweak your schedule on a regular basis to do that. And, and that's why doing your schedule on a weekly basis will help you to achieve those goals. So some of the things that you you want to do and make sure you have in terms of having a properly structured time and, and um, calendar is you want to set goals, right? So you want to set, you know, specific, measurable and achievable, relevant goals for what you're doing, the type of work that you do, the things that you want to accomplish. And then you're going to chunk those down into manageable tasks on how you're going to achieve those goals so that you're constantly chipping away at getting to where you want to go. Right. And then you also have to learn to prioritize tasks like is this more important than this is? Is this going to happen before this happens or is this happening in four weeks? So if it's happening in four weeks, what do I have to do the three weeks before that event occurs that I'm totally prepared for it? So I'm not running around like a squirrel and not having a clue what I'm doing. Right. Um, and then the big thing, and you think this is kind of obvious, but it's not always you actually have to use a calendar. Because yeah. a lot of people don't actually use a physical calendar and and whether it's digital or whether it's a paper or a book or whatever, you have to have a structured calendar that you can look at and advance and go back to and then take it backwards and follow up and look and use everything that you have um, that you need to do right. So in order also to follow what's on your calendar, you have to minimize distractions that you're going to face through the course of the day like what's happening in your day how am I going to do this so um you want to you want to know that I'm going to in the first four hours of my day these are the things that are on my calendar that I have to do and in order for me to do those effectively and properly I have to make sure that I'm not constantly answering my phone that I'm not constantly having somebody come to the office or that so you need to designate your time and you need to take away distractions so that you can actually accomplish accomplish the goals that you've set out to do for that portion of the day it's incredibly important all right and then the other thing you have to do is take some breaks through the course of the day so that you can regenerate regenerate and then um, you know get on with your day and if you're somebody who's constantly at your computer which i think a lot of people are now if you're working remotely and you're talking and you're zooming all day long it is incredibly important for you to get up and walk away from that and look at a far distance item go outside open your door look across the street so that you're actually realigning your focus because you're so um embedded in the the little distance between you and your zoom and everything you need to do that you need to get out and give yourself that break so make sure that you do those things so that your ability to accomplish what's on your calendar is a for sure thing to happen for you and i totally agree with that one of the things that i didn't do for so many years was use a calendar calendar was like why would i use a calendar I don't need it. I know where I'm going to be at, the, at this time and that time. And I would just think in my head, but if you don't write the stuff down, if you don't notify yourself, you can forget about stuff easy. If you're always just thinking about it, you're going to, you're going to miss stuff, forget stuff. 
And I think that was one of the biggest game changers for me is when I start using the calendar. And actually I got out of the field as a technician and I started working for a corporation. And then I had different meetings and I had different trainings and different um, groups that I had to be at, whatever it was. And that's when I first started using a calendar. And over the years, it started to evolve to be like, this is more effective. And then after I started my own business, that's really when I totally was a game changer for me because then I started to learn how to chunk it down onto different things. Time blocking is one way of time management. So what time blocking is, is where, where you set a, a schedule time to complete a task. And like Kevin talked about earlier, you should be, you should have that, those specific goals that you have as well as a plan for those goals. Cause it, you could put a, a, a hundred, 200 things down, right down on your goals or the things that you need to get done in the next week, month and year. But all of a sudden you look at that and you're like, wow, you're overwhelmed. I, I've done it. I know all about it. And some of those things are not high priority. It doesn't matter if you get them done or not. That'll be on your list. So like Kevin said earlier, if you, you got to take those high priority things that you want and need to complete, they're usually the hard things, the stuff that you want to avoid, you want to procrastinate on. Those are the things when you start getting those things done, you are going to feel better inside because you're like, it sucks, but I got it done. I feel good about it. And you can move on to the next thing. And then that, that really that time blocking can help you out. One thing that I learned over the last, last couple of years though, is like, um, if I schedule myself to complete a task uh, and I don't complete in that time, I just move it to the next day or the next time slot that I have open. Cause I will have free time in my day because i i don't book every minute of my day some people do every 15 minutes i've seen people even five minutes in their calendar five minutes for this meeting 10 minutes for this meeting so on and so forth but i'll have like free free spots in my calendar where if i miss something the day before that was on my task to do list then i will do it that next day that's awesome those are incredibly good points too and so these are these are the things that uh, people don't realize with with effective time management and actually um, you know, tracking what you're doing all the time, you're going to end up like, you know, most people that don't do it end up at the end of the week going like, oh my God, I didn't get this done. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I got to get this, got to get this. If you're properly managing your time, you're going to end up with actual extra time on your hands to do something that, you know, you're, you're going to have more pleasure doing. You can spend some time with family. You can do something on your own, take up a, a sport or an activity because you are uh, allocating time dedicated to achieving your goals. Again, a very important part because part of a whole strategy plan on achieving your goals is effective time management and making sure that those goals are in your agenda for the day to day uh, function that you're going to occur. And then and you're working on those all the time. And then, you know, you may allocate two hours to it, but if you're truly dedicating your time to it without disruption, you're going to finish that stuff earlier and you're going to get it done faster. So I just want to talk quickly about some of the things that, um, you know, proper time management and um, you know, scheduling your time and performing these things do and how it actually helps you and what you're going to see happen if you follow this, like within 30 days of doing a proper schedule every week and doing this and following it, you're going to find these things are going to happen to you. You're going to have increased productivity. And there's no way that you cannot because you have actually allocated specific time to achieve the tasks that you have, to achieve the goals that you've got. 
that you've laid out for yourself. So you're going to see that happen because you're going to become dedicated to it. And then it's going to be very hard for you to give it up and say, no, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to go and do this instead. But you're not because you're going to get pumped up about the fact that you're getting your work done and you're having increased uh, productivity, which is ultimately going to increase your income and, you know, family time and personal time and all of those things that you want to benefit from, right? The other thing that it does that you don't realize exactly how much stress is involved in not being organized and not having a scheduled time frame, you're going to reduce your stress level substantially by knowing that nothing comes to you as a surprise. Like it's not like, oh, I didn't plan this or I forgot to put this in my schedule. That's why involving people that have an effect on your schedule involve them in developing your schedule. If you have a spouse and that spouse is working and you're both working and you have children, you can't do a schedule for yourself without including those people. So you have to make sure that you do that. And that is going to reduce so much stress and that is going to change your life. Like it, it's crazy, which equates to a better uh, and improved life work balance, which is what everybody's looking for, especially if you're a parent and you're and you have a, a spouse and children and you've got to manage all of those things. Those are the things that you're going to benefit from from doing proper time management and getting those types of benefits. Right. But the other big thing that happens for you is because you're not perpetually stressed and you're not running around like a chicken when something happens and you have to make a decision you're going to make a better decision because your brain is not incredibly cluttered with, um, you know, all these things that you're, you've got on your mind because you're not doing it or you're not taking care of it. And then, so when you have to make that decision and somebody comes at you with, you know, I need a decision on this now, you're not going to be sitting around thinking like, Oh my God, I got to do this first. I got to do that first. You have a clear mind and you can say, you know what? I think this is the best route that we can take to make that decision happen. And then you go and you move forward with that. And again, feel uh, better about yourself. So with all of these things, of course, comes increased self-confidence and self-awareness. And those are the other things that are going to benefit you because then you become more aware of exactly what you are capable of doing and understanding what you want to do to improve yourself even more. So those are all the benefits that you get from it. And there's, if you stick to it, like you will find, like I said earlier, 30 days on a, a, a real time managed schedule you're going to find things in your life have changed substantially. Yeah. And then it's, it's something that it's not easy to do because I've been developing this over years and I'm still working at it. So it's not like overnight you can just change it, but what you can do is practice at it and implement one or two things. There's one thing that I do in all my training sessions and uh, mindset trainings for time management. And is that, is that breaking down your 24 hours? Right. What are you doing in that 24 hours? And that is the key for me that really got me start to think a little bit more on my habits. What have I been doing uh, with my time and how can I be more effective with my time? And it doesn't matter where you're at in your coaching business or your career at this point, but you need to start and take that action. And for me, it was breaking it down. So I got 24 hours in a day. Okay. What, what do I need? What is the non-negotiable things? Well, we need to sleep. So some people sleep five, six, seven, eight hours. For me, I, tr I want to get six hours of sleep. If I can get six hours of good sleep and not woken up three or four times, that's a good for me. Another thing is getting exercise in 30 to, to 45 minutes every day. That's if it's a walk, if it's going to the gym, I usually love starting my day off. That's what I do 
morning workout grind, getting into there and just getting my exercise in. So we'll just say an hour. So now that's that's seven hours of my day. There's still now I gotta I gotta eat, I gotta clean, I gotta get my kids ready for school. Um, I gotta do all this preparation. So I have three hours for that stuff, you know, all that stuff. So so now we're at ten hours in the day. So then I gotta go to work. So my work time is say ten hours now. So now, now we're up to 20 hours. I still got four hours. Well, I got to spend time with the kid. I got to spend time with uh, the spouse, my spouse. And I, that's another two hours. So, so you know, now I'm down to, to, to about two hours left. I'm usually writing this down so it's easier to do. But now I got two hours. So what am I doing with that time? You know, or even if it's one hour. For me, a reading every day is a non-negotiable now. Non-negotiable, at least 30 minutes a day. And I've heard this from many self-help and personal development people, you know, if you read, and I think maybe it was Zig Ziglar, if you read 20 minutes a day, the average person, 20 minutes a day, that is 2,200 page books that you're going to read. 20 books. That is huge. That's a goal for me. That's a minimum goal now every year for me is to read 20 books. This is how I can even I feel confident about talking about this stuff because I've read many of these books and I try to follow the principles. But one of the big things we're talking about all this, but if you don't break it down, either do some time blocking, break down your 24 hours a day and, and try to figure out your time and will change. Just like Kevin <clears> said, <throat> this can change and you got to adjust it and you got to be flexible sometimes, but that's the action you need to start with and you need to start somewhere. That's what I love about it, Trevor. Like you read, you do read all the time. And then what I find is like, every time I talk to you about something, you'll be like, oh, I read that. I read about that. Here's the book. And you always have a title of a book and an author that I should be reading, which is incredible because it's one of the goals that I have as well. Um, so just to give you like where we are right now, just kind of a quick uh, recap to catch everybody up. Um, with what we've talked about, here are some of the key things that, um, that need to happen and that you want to either avoid or make sure you stay on top of, okay? So some of the mistakes that people make when they're trying to develop proper time management skills. The biggest thing is prioritizing your tasks and not having, um, you know, things in the right place for, like things that are not as important should be, not be, you know, the key things that you're taking care of in the day. You wanna make sure that you are taking care of things and prioritizing them according to what uh, has to happen and make sure that they're relevant to what they're doing, right? The other thing, uh, people make a lot of mistakes on um, and assuming that this is a very good task or a good quality to have is multitasking. And in reality, multitasking is really not that beneficial. Multitasking actually takes time away from you because what you're doing when you're working on two or three things consecutively you're constantly being pulled away from that. So you can't give or dedicate um, an appropriate amount of time to complete that task, which means you're putting it off more times than you would if you just sat there and, and tried to finish it. So multitasking is not always the best way to go. So don't, don't concentrate on being a good multitasker. Ta concentrate on being somebody who has a task, completes their task, and moves on to the next one because you don't want to constantly be distracted and taken away. It breaks your flow of thought. It causes you to be thinking about too many things at the same time, and it requires you to, it, it doesn't help you make really quick decisions because you've got too much 
going on in the back of your mind about what things have to happen. And then you have to, you know, recalibrate all of that before you can make a quick decision. The other thing that you want to do is avoid procrastinating, especially on small tasks. So small tasks become huge tasks that develop massive stress and anxiety unnecessarily. So if you've got something, if you want to clear off your desk and you got a bunch of little things sitting around on your desk, get rid of them, delegate them, delete them or defer them, put them where they belong and don't let them just sit around and pile up and pile it up. Because you think at the time that you see it, there's a little piece of paper and you put it in the corner, I'm gonna deal with it later. And then the next thing you know, there's 50 little pieces of paper sitting in the corner that you said you were gonna deal with later and you still have it. So make sure that you don't fall victim to that because everybody has the knack to be a bit of a procrastinator and that's fine to a point but keep track on it, stay on top of that and um, make sure that you don't become a victim to it, okay? Uh, the other thing is failure to set goals. Like what are your goals? Have a good solid plan. Again, strategy if you're a business person and you're doing those types of things, you have to have your goals, you have to be ready and know what you're going to do with them and they have to be incorporated into your time management schedule. You have to know what, what you have to allocate time-wise to achieve the goals that you've set for yourself, right? So the other thing is over-committing. You don't want to spend, you don't want to have a schedule that doesn't even have room to fill out, like, like doesn't have room for anything. Like you can't, you can't book every single minute of every single day and you cannot overcommit by telling everybody that you can help them, that you can do it. You have to learn to say no. So if you've got something scheduled in your, uh, agenda and it's you know set in stone as we say and you're doing that then you need to follow that and then when somebody comes to take you away from the goal that you've set to for time you can say no I can't because this is this time is taken and I don't have that time right now so I can't give you that time because it's my time to accomplish this and you have to stick with that and again as Trevor and I have both mentioned throughout this uh, seminar is that you know you 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 have to practice and you have to, it's a trial and error thing and you're going to find that you mess up occasionally and that's okay, but you just get back at it. It's like dieting. You just keep trying and trying and trying and eventually you find the right way to go and it, you will be very happy that you did because you're going to be far more successful, far less stressed and able to make amazing decisions and move forward effortlessly in everything that you want to do. Yeah, I was doing a, a training session, oh, not a training session, I was doing a talk last week at an event. And a friend of mine, he, he, he said that one of the things that he changed over the last year was learned how to say no. You know what I mean? Because he always said yes. And, uh, anyone asked him like, can you do this? Yeah, no problem. Can you work on this? Yeah, no problem. Can you help me with this? Yeah, no problem. And it didn't matter if it was career or personal, always saying yes. And then he said over the last year, he he decided that he's going to say no to the things that aren't going to be effective for his life and his growth and personal and professional life. So he started saying no because he was worried about the way people thought about him or or what their reaction were going to be. So just always been yes, yes, yes. Over the last year, he said he said no so many times. He got so much more time back, was way more effective with his time and about over 95% of the people were like, okay, that's okay. You know? And he was like astounded by that. Cause he thought everybody was going to get upset and, and be on his case and all this stuff. But he realized that it's, it's okay to say no, you know, and this is something that definitely will help you affect at good time management skills. That's a good skill. 
Absolutely. And like every other topic that um, we talk about and other people talk about, there's surprisingly a book written on this. So there have been many books written on uh, time management, how to manage your time properly, how to get the best out of your day, all of those things. Um, but through all of those books and things that are written, there are three um, probably the most popular type of time management techniques that people use. And it's generally people end up using a combination of the three through, that works best for them. And again, bringing us back to the fact that you have to experiment and find out what works for you. So they're, they're one of the, uh, those common uh, types of time management thing is the Pomodoro effect or technique. And that is the technique of breaking things down into 25 minute increments mm -hmm. throughout your day. And then, you know, allotting that time to do what you need to do and then taking your breaks and then going back and have another 25 minute um, time frame to do that. Time blocking, kind of the same thing. Uh, breaking up your time. This is what I'm going to do. No interruptions. Uh, prioritize this. Take this. This this segment of time is going to be for my prioritized items. This segment of time is going to be for personal things. This set of time is going to be for whatever, right? So it's that type of thing. And then there's the Eisenhower matrix, which is, um, it helps individual people, uh, urgent, not urgent, you know, needs to be done, doesn't need to be done. So it's kind of like that delete, delegate, defer kind of thing. So as I was saying, like those uh, practices, one generally is not enough for people or one is too stern for people so you want to mix it up right so people look at them and they mix it up and they find out what works because usually a combination of things will work for you but the thing is that you want to try and incorporate uh, some kind of patterned time management skill set that you can develop over time and then continuously improve so that you are constantly achieving goals and doing better and making better decisions and living a less cluttered and unmanageable life. And that is the whole intent of proper time management. Yeah, and I, and I really like that. I think it's getting into the habit of it and doing something. I'm, I'm the type of person now that I love to challenge myself. I do a lot of 30 day challenges on myself or 60 day or 90 day challenge just to try to push myself. And I remember one of my mentors uh, about four or five years ago, and this is where it really started, uh, probably four years ago. He, he was like, Trevor, you got to make it easy. If you make these this hard, your time management, which coincides with goals and coincides with habits, it all intertwines. And he was like, you got to make it easy. So start off with one that works for you and see if you can just keep up with that one. And, and there was a few of them, but the first one was, you know, a glass of water. He said, just Try to challenge yourself. You can put a glass of water at the side of your bed every night and get up in the morning and drink it for 30 days. So not super difficult. You just got to remember the night before at 9, 10, 11 o'clock, whatever time you're going to bed, fill up a glass of water, put it beside your, your nightstand or beside your bed, and then wake up and drink it. And that was the start of a lot of 30-day challenges that I do now. And that's how, what you need to do kind of with your calendar, with your planning, with your goals, but start off small. If you, like I said earlier, if you write down all this, all these different tasks that you need to do and these checklists and all these different things, and you look at it in one, one instant, it's going to be overwhelming. And a lot of times you're just not going to do any of it. And then, and then you're going to fall behind because why I know this, I've done it before. So you got to break it down, chunk it down. 
Absolutely. I love it when you tell me about all your challenges and stuff. And I really like that water one. I'm actually going to give it a shot and see if I can, uh, if I can manage that. They always say that having a full glass of water first thing in the morning is the best thing that you can do for your system as well. So I'm going to give it a shot. Um, okay. So in, in ter just terms and wrapping up and making sure that uh, everybody's aware of what we've got going. One, set your goals clearly define what you need to accomplish, where you're going with your business, where you're going with whatever you're doing and set those goals, right? Then you wanna prioritize your tasks. Make sure that you're prioritizing things in the appropriate manner so that what's important is getting done when it has to get done and what can be deferred is being deferred when it can be done. Use a calendar, incredibly important. And although it seems like common sense, that's a lot of things, a lot of people don't do it. So use a calendar, all right? Eliminate distractions. Give yourself fair amount of time to do things without being disrupted constantly, without having your phone pinging in the side of you. Like, take off all notifications on your phone, take off notifications on your computer so you can actually concentrate on what you're doing. Because the moment you hear a sound, you know that you're going to uh, go and look for wherever that's coming from, whether it's a message or whatever, right? Delegate tasks. If you can give something to someone else, that they're capable of doing, let them do it. Make sure that um, you're, you're doing that. Like kind of look at it, like I said earlier, delete, delegate, defer. Make sure you're looking at every item like that, what you can get off your plate. It's very important, right? Um, take breaks, give yourself a break, take yourself away from uh, places so that you can make sure that, um, you know, you're regenerating and giving yourself that energy that you need to continue through your day and then learn how to say no. That's uh, one of the biggest things that everybody has a problem with, especially if you have kids, learning how to say no is incredibly difficult. But learning how to say no to your boss, to your coworkers is very important. You need to do those types of things. And then the other thing, of course, is staying flexible and making sure that you can make amendments when they need to be done or make changes when they need to be done, but still including and doing everything that you need to do to achieve your goals because the priority here is you and what's going to work best for you so make sure that you do that and make sure that it's happening for you yeah and it, it the big thing is, is is just start that's the biggest thing start working towards it like kevin said many times in this conversation it's going to change you're going to have to adjust stuff but that's what it's all about that's all what it's all about it's just getting into the habit of starting planning Planning, if you just start with that planning that day, the next day, you know, it takes some time. If you can find 10 minutes the night before, just plan for your next day a little bit. Because even if you, you know, um, inside that your next day, maybe you don't know everything that's going to be happening. Maybe you're, you, you have to travel that day or, or whatever it is. But just find out, find ways to implement one or two things to start time management. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just scheduling your, your week where where you need to be with your family or at work or meetings, just schedule it in your calendar. If you, if you don't have a calendar or if you do, you know, or write it down, just write down. Okay. I know on Monday I need to do this on Tuesday. I need to do this on Wednesday. I need to do this, but do not, like we said earlier, just do not fill your calendar with to-do lists or checklists and all the stuff like that, because it's just going to overwhelm you and you're going to start missing things. And then you're going to get frustrated with it. And then you're just going to stop it. And then two, three months is going to go by. It's like, 
okay, I didn't do any of this. And it's just going to sit in your calendar. You're going to see it all the time and you're just not going to do it. You actually use your to-do list to put the things in your calendar in a prioritized manner. So make your to-do list, but don't put it in your calendar unless you're going to do something about it. All right. You can tick off your to-do list as it happens and uh, make sure that that goes the way it should go. All right. So a couple of things that I wanted to say as we're wrapping up is number one, this video will be posted in our coaches coaches um, group page and you can go back to it and watch it over and over again as many times as you like. And also we'd like to welcome you in the comments below to um, say uh, book if you're interested in getting an ebook on time management because we have one of those available to you all you have to do is say that and we will be in touch with you and get the information we need to make sure that you get that and uh and also to watch for future episodes because we're going to be doing this on a regular basis if you have a subject that you'd like to hear about or some coaching skill set that you're looking to get more information on by all means put it in the comment section in our group page and we would be happy to develop a webinar that is going to help you with those issues yeah no i think it was really insightful kevin and thank you for taking the time there's lots more on time management there's many books out there um there there's many skills there's many uh different strategies on it because it is a strategy and this is learnable everything we talk about here today it's a learnable skill yeah. time management's learnable it's do you want to change do you want to do it and it's only up to you who can do it not me not kevin not anyone can change you it's only up to you and if you want to take the initiative to get to the next level in your your business your career your life it's up to you to make that change and i really believe when you become effective with time management you get the planning in, you get the calls, you get the habits in, your life will change. We do have a 12-week program for those coaches who want to take their business to the next level. I'm going to just throw the link into the chat here below. I want to thank you, Kevin, for taking the time uh, to chat about time management today, and we'll see you at the next event. Take care, everyone.